and welcome to the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host, Christy Russell. I'm a music and mindset mentor and founder of Movers and Shakers Music. I'm also a trained early childhood teacher, piano teacher, musician, mum of two, wife and passionate Aussie entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to spread the magic and power of music and mindset to as many people as possible. Every day I tap into the power of music and mindset and every day I notice how much more focused, resilient and connected I am at work and at home. You could even say I am more in tune with myself and the world around me and I want that for you too. If you're passionate about early childhood education, curious about the relationship between music, mindfulness and the human brain, then this podcast is for you. Join me each week as I discuss all things to do with music, mindfulness, and why it matters so much to be advocating for this in early childhood. My goal is to inspire you with stories, research findings, and a whole heap of practical tips so that you can have the confidence and skills to embed music and mindset practices into your daily routines and your early learning programs. Because when we love music, we love learning, we love life. Let's tune in. Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. This is the very first episode for 2024. It's so good to be back. Um, I've had a great couple of weeks off over Christmas and New Year. Um, Time to recharge, time to relax, spend some really great quality time with family and friends and just really getting out of that kind of... um, Routines are really important in our house um, and they are for, you know, for, for young children, for children and routines have a really important place in our lives, of course. But just getting out of the, um, you know, the, the rushing, I suppose, um, which often tends to happen at that time of year. And if you have children or um, you have a lot on your plate as a, as a busy parent or worker or um, educator it's sometimes a bit tricky in the morning to get out of the house and get places on time and to get everyone coordinated so yeah it's been really lovely not to have that um, that extra extra uh, challenge I suppose you would say and yeah I've had a really good opportunity to um, get stuck into my little studio where I have my office and give it a really good clean up, a bit of a dust out, a bit of a, you know, a declutter. Um, I always like to do that at this time of year. And just create space for, you know, what, what's coming up. Um, I find it really helpful for my mental health and well-being to have a fairly organised space where I work and live. Um, you know, not not so much that it's, um, you know, completely pristine and clinical and, you know, I have young children as well. So, um, so it's impossible to keep things very clean and tidy all the time. Um, but I have to say when, when the kids were really, really little, it was a real challenge that I used to struggle with to keep things clean and, um, to not get too triggered by, by messy environments. Cause you know, the nature of children really is that they're, they're busy, they're messy, they're learning things, they make mistakes, they drop things, they break things, they get things dirty. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's just, you've just got to learn how to 
not let that trigger you or upset you too much or um, and if it does then you know perhaps have a little see if you can have a little time for reflection about why does that you know why does that trigger you or why do you get upset or does it really matter um you know this is coming from someone who's who who's really worked on on the idea of um you know looking behind what what gets me cranky or what makes me feel a bit stressed um as many of you know who follow me those who don't welcome to the movers and shakers world <laughs> movers and shakers music world um i really put in a massive effort last year which was awesome but it was also a little bit unbalanced it was um learning lots of new things and putting into place a lot of new things for this online business and my creating course content and all that kind of stuff so lots of new things to learn but in hindsight I didn't give enough um, chance for myself to rest and recover after those intense periods of work so I ended up feeling quite burnt out by the end of last year and I'm coming into this new year with um, really strong focus on balance work achieving that work-life balance and I'm not aiming for balance as in 50% all the time you know 50-50 all the time I, I think that's a bit of a um, or, you know to, to have perfect balance all the time is is just impossible I think I'm I tend to go for the 80-20 rule you know if I'm if I'm putting in my best effort and my energy 80% of the time um, and you know that that's really great that's that's good enough um, and if I, you know, if I drop down below that 80%, well, then maybe I need to have a little, you know, little pause and think, well, what's going on for me internally? What's happening on the outside world? What's happening with my family, my kids, um, my work, you know, and just, and looking at, um, just keeping my mind open basically is what I'm, I'm wanting to do and creating that bit of a balance. Um, but I'm, you know, that's that's not taken any of the passion out of my uh, my mission to, uh, you know, spread the power and the music, uh, power and the magic of music and mindfulness to other educators and to parents. You know, I don't want to um, cut you out of the equation, parents, because often you are, um, you know, often you are an educator or teacher as well as being a parent, and and those things come hand in hand. So whilst my content that I create is is quite focused on the early years education sector because it's always linking back to the curriculum and our pedagogical um, ideas and our studies and our um, you know the the um, the theories of uh, social development human development things like that my um, the content is always going to be founded on those on those different ideas from research of course but that doesn't mean I can't share them with you if you don't you know if you don't necessarily work with children you still care for them so in saying that my um, my goals for the for the first half of the year anyway are to really work on um, developing my understanding um, sharing my understandings working with early years educators centers services leadership teams 
to really get that idea that you know music is not just an add-on musical learning and um, engaging in music and also mindfulness you know I always talk about musical learning but I'm bringing mindfulness into it as well those things aren't an added extra they need to be embedded into our daily routines but how do we do that you know we are as a as a workforce or as a as a sector i know educators feel very overwhelmed sometimes with the amount of things that need to get done um you know checklists or program planning or um you know the the things that need to get done um and often it leaves us feeling like we don't have time to play with the children or to engage you know with with quality time with them to really extend on their interest to to stop and pause with them and in and embrace the joy and curiosity that that children naturally have and that we sort of um, can sometimes lose or forget when we as we age as we grow older so my I still see my mission very strongly in that advocacy for musical learning and mindfulness and um, I want to bring your attention to some um, some training that I have with that idea that it's not an extra thing that you have to go and learn I want to teach you how I want to guide you more so into how you can you can habit stack musical learning and mindfulness ideas into your program already and that's through those routines and rituals that you already have in your center or that you already have in your learning program we all have those transition times between moving indoor and outdoor we all have transition times between meal times or feeding times if you're working with really young babies you know when you're bottle feeding or um, um, helping them to learn how to be independent feeders um, we all have certainly in the early years before primary school we all have rest times um, and obviously sleep times for the younger children and babies so there are certain things that we're already doing throughout the day that we habitually do some of them become more of a um, more of a routine and into more of a ritual idea which is the idea that you know if you think about rituals um, yes they can have a religious connotation to them or they can have a spiritual connotation but a ritual is really something that we're doing with purpose with intention it's often you know a special occasion or a sake there's something sacred about it and and some something of reverence so there's more attention being paid to it rather than just doing it as a routine well my argument would be why not make those routines into a ritual and make them um, make them a wonderful or support our them as a learning environment as a temporal learning environment we talk about that in our early years learning framework um, which is the Australian curriculum for early years you know we talk about making sure that we understand that yes we might have specifically teacher-led creative spaces and learning spaces but we also have these temporal learning environments as well which are really important because often those transitions between indoor and outdoor or from a group time to washing hands or from eating time to rest time those transitions can some can often be very busy times very loud times very chaotic times not all the time of course but um, 
you know from my observations from my from feedback that I get from from colleagues and from what I observe you know these these are the moments where people tend to get frazzled educators themselves and if the educators are frazzled or feeling stressed or hurried of course it's going to follow on that the children will pick up that energy and their actions their behaviors will sometimes match that energy as well match that sort of stressful um, you know heightened aroused state so you know why not use some calming music in the background to prepare our bodies and our hearts and our 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 well-being for a rest time or a sleep time have some music chosen already know what you're going to put on um, you know to get into that state make sure your voice is lowered when you're when you're talking to the children or the babies um, when we're talking about getting ready to go to sleep you know because there's nothing worse than expecting a child or a young baby to to relax and you're telling them like this your voice is really you know really the tone is very strong and come on we need to relax now it's time to go to sleep well nobody really feels like sleeping or relaxing when when they're hearing that kind of tone of voice which is quite strong and hurried and a little bit stressed so we think about our, using our lullaby voice slowing down paying a little bit more attention to the rise and the fall of the of the tone of the melody in our voice the pitch in our voice and you know those things can be learnt we don't have to be a musician or have to have had musical training to start paying attention to start tuning in and this is where the mindfulness element comes in so i would encourage you if you if this is something you've been thinking about or wondering about and it's something that you think oh i think you know i really think that um, bringing more music in or mindfulness and both of those elements i think that will really support our rooms our groups of children our staff members to to feel a little bit more calm a little bit more connected and i urge you to to um, join me in this workshop i'm having one on thursday this coming thursday the 11th of january it's running for 90 minutes we're going to cover um, we're going to critically reflect on how you use music mindfulness techniques already in your program if you don't then that is a reflection itself why don't you or we're going to reflect on what you um, what you do really well in terms of your transitions what works really well for you as a as a room or as a team um, what doesn't work so well what would you like to change and why we're going to look at the elements of those five key routines during the day the transitions between them so nap uh, nap times yeah so nappy uh, nap and rest sleep times nappy changing times or toileting times and this also applies to older children who have you know are able to use the toilet themselves it'll apply to things like dressing putting on shoes taking off shoes jackets hats things like that it will uh, so that's three and then there's our meal times or our snack times and then there's the times that we tend to gather in groups now larger groups so it might be moving from the mat to the mat um, those areas so we will look at those five key transition times and look at how we can practically bring some music into habit stack you know to stack onto those routines using 
music either to inspire to to create movement to or to calm down or to you know have some background music to encourage um you know sitting at a meal time you might be listening to a podcast to inspire conversations so there's all all different types of ways of music and mindfulness techniques that we can bring in to the things that we already do in our programs and i think that's a really important thing that we need to understand that when we make changes in our lives changes tend to be tricky to make and to sustain okay especially as adults okay but when you do small changes that have big impacts that is when you're going to see more um uh, more sustainability is what i'm trying to say so we're not asking you to reinvent the wheel we're not asking you to write a music program and have it you know for half an hour each day we're going to um, encourage you to think about what you already do in your center and what you do throughout your day and pick and choose if you like from from some of the suggestions that i use and some um, because it's a group that I encourage to use the chat box and to talk and share amongst um, other educators it's an opportunity to collaborate with people um, who have different ideas and different um, different expect sorry different experiences to yourself so it's a great way to collaborate with other educators who are just as keen and enthusiastic and and passionate about really quality early childhood education and care so that's running on this Thursday, the 11th of January. And I plan to have this another live uh, group workshop like this um, in February. And then this will be available as, um, as an on-demand webinar that you can, or a training session if you like. So if you're an educator out there that's really interested, um, please click on the links in the show notes that I've got and you can have a look on my website moversandshakersmusic.com.au forward slash plan 2024 that's a lot so I'll just put the link in the show notes um, and yeah it's something if you're if you're a member um, of a an organization that has several um, several different centers or services or you would like to inquire about a group discount please email me at hello at moversandshakersmusic.com.au and we can organize something that will be um, suitable for your for your circumstances so that's you know that's really I'm offering this this one day this one workshop but it's not all that I believe that we need I, I really believe that we need to keep having these conversations about the importance of music and and mindset and and I would like to um, I would like to be able to be there to support educators and early learning services and leadership teams so um, not just a one-off you know I'm, I'm really interested in connecting with people so something else that I'll tell you more about that's coming up um, hopefully in March, um, depending on the numbers, I'm really looking to collaborate with organisations, 
early learning services ideally I would love a representation from each state and territory in Australia and even though this is based in Australia because I um, all the links are back uh, sorry everything's linked back to the Australian curriculum if this is something that you would be interested in and you are living and working outside of Australia I would love you to consider this as well this is a beta course that I am devising and currently putting content forward for to do with music and mindset and I'm really looking for educators and early learning services that want to be a part of this beta program it's a six-week online course and the easiest way to describe it it's a semi-private um, coaching option so when I say semi-private there are group coaching calls um, there are pre-recorded content material to work through each week and there are things also like quizzes and checklists to make sure that you are really understanding the content and there's the most important thing that I believe for this course is the action step to be completed each week so each module comes out for that one week and that module will have a an action step that you will be required to do in your early learning service again it's not something that's an extra you should be well able to um, to do the the action step in your workplace already or if you're training uh, if you're in your training years or studying early childhood that can be um, part of your work experience as well so at this stage I'm looking for um, educators and early learning services that really want to take part in this at a discounted price to give that feedback to be part of um, you know the founding members founding students however you want to explain it in the course that I believe will be a really wonderful wonderful way for educators in Australia to to access the most important things learnings and research findings about why music and mindset is so important in early childhood you know not just the to support pre-literacy and pre-numeracy skills but to support the social and emotional well-being the you know the absolute thriving of our young children not just surviving but thriving and being you know lifelong learners yes but learners right now in this moment you know being the absolute best learners and that they can be and you know it takes a lot of support from educators and adults around them to to really thrive so I'm wanting to support the educators as well so in turn they can support the children so if that's something you'd be interested in there's a link down below as well that you can click on and that will take you to the registration um, page register your interest um, this is an application only so once you apply for it you will then receive some more information um, and that will be followed by a conversation with me where we talk about you know the expectations and and just to make sure that it's something that you can you know really commit to and also to understand that it's not just a um, 
yes, while there is work that you will need to do, you'll be supported through that. Um, but it's really also to have an ongoing relationship and a collaboration. I don't want to just give you this information and then that's it. I really want to find out, you know, with the post, um, the follow-up conversation that we have after the six-week course, I, I want to know if what we've done during the course, if what you've done during the course has been of value and if it's, if it's something that you um, see as being sustainable and you've experienced some change, you know, if there are, if there are meaningful and measurable outcomes of success is basically what I'm after. So it's something that I'm very passionate about, obviously, but it's also something that I know is relatively new for many people in this field. Um, but nonetheless, I want to, I want this to be an ongoing opportunity and it's whatever it looks like in this early stage, of course, it's going to grow as I find out more about what you need as educators and what you need as services, what are the, you know, what are, what are the strong parts of the course creation, uh, the content creation, um, what do you want more of, what do you want less of? So it's a real partnership, um. So yeah, I invite you very strongly to get in contact with me um, and register your interest if that's something that you'd like to do. Well, that's all from me today. I have loved being back in back on air with you and having a chat. Um, love for you to share this episode, rate it. As always, the more you can tell people about it and share it, the more other people benefit from it as well. So Make sure you follow me on socials if you're not already. You can very welcome to sign up to my weekly newsletter. It's only very short, just a bit of a recap of what's happened on the podcast, the blog, um, if there's any latest research that I would like to share with you. So just, yeah, it's not a huge read. I know we're, we're all a bit time poor, so um, just some little snippets of inspiration for you as well. All right, well, wherever you are, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode was brought to you by my signature course, Music and Mindset, the most comprehensive online course for early childhood educators and carers. You can check it out at moversandshakersmusic.com.au. Remember the double O in Movers along with lots of other free resources to inspire you and boost your confidence and skills. If you love this episode, please spread the joy. Share it with a friend, tag me on social media at Movers and Shakers Music. And remember to download it and give it a rating because that really helps us to continue creating content that's relevant and useful for you and for many others. I'm Christy Russell and I'm here to help you understand why music and mindset matters. See you again soon.